This week on Survivor. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. We are back for another episode of our podcast. Yes. You better be ready. <laughs> I'm loving the music this season. It's really it's good. It's so dramatic. And they changed the music. Like the it's always mm-hmm. the same like line, but the music seems to change. Yeah, I like it. You're always like, "What is this song?" And then he goes, "You better be ready." And you're like, "Oh, it's the same song." Uh-huh. All right. Are you ready? For a 30 um, second recap. I'm ready, but I think you go first this time, my friend. Yes. Okay, are you ready? Uh, yippers. Are you going to close your eyes like me? I'll try it, yeah. Just so everybody at home can see. I have my eyes closed. <laughs> okay, ready? Yep. In three, two, one, go. Okay, so they start out on the edge of extinction. Natalie and Nat uses her fire tokens. Amber gives fire tokens to Rob. Uh, and they do the challenge. They have to make a long stick to get some keys. They have to dig, but most of them just use advantages. There's a big snake puzzle. Uh, Tyson wins. Yeah! The tribe merges. Prices go up. Uh, there's a big f- f- a free feast. Den- Denise tells the whole Sandra story. <laughs> Good job. I opened my eyes within like two seconds. Yeah, you did. But you got us to a nice point with the... Uh... If I would have kept my eyes closed, I probably just would have gone with the first challenge and then tribal. <laughs> you forgot everything else that happened? No, I don't. Like, not when I look at my notes. Oh, don't tell them we have notes. Not when... You know, like when <laughs> I think of things. You just revealed it well that's good people know we're prepared or maybe it's not good maybe people are gonna listen go they have notes and this is still what we get okay i'm ready in three two one go so after the merge feast they're all talking it is revealed that jeremy wants to work with wendell and so he wants to get nick out because blah 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 then it's uh raining 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 the challenge happens sophie is cold they all have to hold on to a stick but uh the winner will be both male and female and they'll win a fire token denise wins for the females and jeremy wins for the males and then they're all like who are we gonna vote out adam nick wendell and it's wendell blindside kapui he gives his his coins to michelle and nick (laughs) that was pretty good that was good and i went into detail well what did what do i say you got recapped (laughs) right is that it i think i think so you got recapped there we go what do what do i say welcome welcome you're all caught up (laughs) (laughs) I like, you got recapped. We'll stick with that one. Well, you stick with that one. That's not mine. I'll trademark it. So, don't even try to say it. Okay. So, now that you got recapped, we're going to jump right into our theme discussion. And this week, the theme is jealousy. Jealousy. Hey, Mm. I wanted to say that. Sorry. Okay. Rewind. The theme is 
Jealousy. Nice. Do you not get what I was doing? Oh, you were jealous? Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> okay. So, I think the most obvious place to start with this theme is the people on the edge of extinction. And even before, like, the most obvious, which would be the remaining players left behind after Tyson gets back in, it's even just when they all get there. There is, like, major bitterness going on uh, when Jeff is asking all the edge of extinction players, like, how are you doing? And Rob is like, it's the worst place I've ever been. He's not Australian. What is that? Uh, anyway, I'm not going to try again, but Rob is like very bitter and he's not only bitter towards the game, but he's bitter towards the people who sent Amber and himself Mm -hmm. there. And then, uh, yeah, we just see some like real emotion from all the people on the edge. Yeah. There is quite a bitterness, uh, with, with Rob and, um, it does suck. I mean, you know, that they've all given something up and that that's something that i actually wrote down it was like the they're like they don't seem to see that they're all the same they're all out there for their own cause and that they all kind of feel like their own cause is bigger than someone else's mm-hmm. but they're all they've all given up something to be there yeah and yeah, some might be bigger than others. However, they, they've all given something up to be there. And, and, you know, like Rob seems to be like, like in the back of his mind, he's like, I gave everything up. Like me and my wife came out here. We left our kids at home just to come out and play this game. We're both voted off. But like Tyson also left his kids at home mm-hmm. and he's a stay at home dad. So like, who's watching the kids? So it's, you know. Who's watching the kid? Who's Tyson? Who's watching your kids? Are they with Rob's kids? You think they hang out? Anyway, um, just to to bring up like the jealousy point, like they're they're all kind of jealous of each other, but they're all kind of in the same boat, on the same island. Mm-hmm. And, and like, you can't uh, expect them not to be jealous of whoever would be the one to get back in the game. And it was revealed to us. It's Tyson, so mm-hmm. good for him. Was it the peanut butter? I, I think I said yes. so. I did say so. So he used that advantage to get, we can assume, into, back into the game, the strength of the peanut butter. Um, I want to talk about all the people who used their fire tokens to get advantages. Um, and And why they chose to spend their fire tokens the way that they did. And also, if we look back to Natalie's career on Edge of Extinction, she had to earn those fire tokens, like, for us, weekly. So for her, every three days or whatever. And then two weeks ago, Rob shows up and wins four in one challenge. Yeah. Right? Like, she had to do all these things and get one at a time. And then Rob shows up, earns four. And another point that I was reading online 
uh, someone brought up that like Yule was just voted out and then didn't have the chance to win any advantages. So he didn't get to use any advantages. Yeah. Like where, you know, I mean, it's, you know, how the cards, well, the cards. Yeah. So, so he was in the game. He lasted longer in the real game. And for that, didn't get the chance to use an advantage in getting back in the game. So it's just like kind of, there's like another edge of extinction tiff to have. But I think like also with Rob getting the four, when Natalie was on, there was only her and then two people and then three people. Between three people, if you had like four tokens... The chance, the chances are, it's gonna fall the majority in one person's hands. Yeah. Rob's challenge wasn't supposed to happen that way. He just yeah somehow. And I guess knew. he only got three, right? Tyson. Yeah, Tyson did had find one. The other yeah, one. Um, he's batting seven fifty. But. So there's more people. Yeah, there was which more is why there options. Was more, I think but... it's just kind of how it happened, and then yeah, you will that super sucks mm-hmm. for Yule because that it was like a foot deep yeah who's digging those holes I know Jeez. that was hard it really obviously put them behind and um another thing we saw Natalie and Rob so to bring it back around to jealousy I would be there's like that kind of both sides of jealousy where Yule could feel jealous that he did not have any fire tokens or the chance to win any fire tokens. Uh, but the other players are jealous that he obviously made it farther in the game. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they seem to have the the longer end of the stick <laughs> because they, they could actually um, use their advantages, whereas Yule being in the game longer... Uh, ended up in the same place that they yeah, were they're in. Yeah, they're all in so. the same spot. So, like, what difference does it make? Another thing. So, Natalie and Rob both purchased one. So, they each had, what, four coins? Yes. Four fire tokens? I guess. Yeah. So, they each bought one advantage and then spent the other three on idols that they can play if they were back in the game. Mm-hmm. So now they just have this lingering idol, potentially. We don't know. But why wouldn't they spend the other tokens on an advantage or on more advantages in the challenge? Because I think I read somewhere you can buy up to three. Yeah. And like, why not just purchase your way into the game instead of like, like, that's a big, big gamble to and buy like an idol? Rob- no to only use like a few like one advantage and then if buy an you idol. get in buy an idol yeah well, they bought the idol oh they already did buy it yeah oh yeah i think no, that's... so like they yeah, they had tough. four coin four fire tokens to spend they spent one on an advantage right that multiple other people did mm-hmm Everyone other than Parvati, Amber, and Yule all had the same advantage because they all had one coin. Yeah. But you could have bought another advantage and then you could have surpassed, I don't you know, probably, maybe you didn't have to build that stick or whatever. Like, yeah, you probably could have gone right up to the puzzle. 
yeah, so I like I would do that and then just then you're back in. Yeah, hunt for We an obviously advantage. like we saw that and and Tony was the one who kind of laid it out perfectly being like the reason we voted Tyson out before is not the reason we're going to vote him out tonight and and we're not going to vote him out tonight yeah, because Sophie the game brought that up. she's like we're not like his name wasn't brought up yeah the two of them like explained it perfectly that like we the game has changed since mm-hmm. this person has been voted out and he just showed up yeah he he is uh someone that you can take advantage of and and use so i don't know how this relates to jealousy but uh, they, I think Rob and Natalie kind of misused their mm-hmm. tokens. Because Rob was very and close Rob- to winning with the one advantage. So imagine he had all the more time to do that mm-hmm. snake yeah. puzzle. And it's like, he probably feels so stupid because he also took Amber's token to get to make sure he won. Yeah. He took his wife's token. Now, do you think other people are jealous? Here's how we tie it in. Do you think <laughs> other people are jealous because Rob is technically playing as two people? So well, do you think I th- other people realize that and are like, "Come, like that's pretty unfair. But I think because the two of them are in the game, they suffered more. Like mm-hmm. Rob also playing is the reason Amber was voted out and the reason why... Um, they have huge targets on their back is because there's two of them. Right. I'm sure there's like small jealousies of like, oh, I wish I could hug and kiss my partner or like I wish someone was here to guarantee me a fire token if they win one. But I'd say the uh, disadvantage they come in as, as a pair, um, is like of a heavier weight than the jealousy someone watching them hug might feel right and another jealousy kind of question that i had for you okay and it's just like it's more of like a conversation question but so when they do merge and they have the feast mm-hmm. um i was jealous of all that food but <laughs> true. most of all when when sarah says so what happened to sandra and then Denise just starts telling them the whole story. She's like, listen to the big fish I caught. It was 600 pounds and I barely put up a fight. Or it was a you know, 12 point buck, that kind of thing. Now, she has a resume. She's done. She's taken out the queen. The queen slayer as she takes her shot of rum. <laughs> Now, that's that's a really good thing to have on a resume. However, that puts a huge target on your back. Yeah. So, do you think other players are jealous that she has a resume and she's now, like, she has that in her resume and is not even using it properly. She's just bragging about it. Whereas, like, other people... Like, Jeremy, who's like, I want to drive the bus, but I don't want people to know I'm driving mm-hmm. the bus, um, would use that play differently. Do you think there's, like, some, like, strange jealousy that comes with that kind of play? Uh, Probably, just in, like, 
this survivor universe of that was a pretty epic play on mm-hmm. Sandra. Um, I don't know if Denise thought it through and was like, I'm going to use this right now. Um, or she could have just been like feeling the pressure of everyone there knowing like Jeremy, she could have said another story and then Jeremy goes off and is like, no, this is actually what happened. And then there's like a double target because a, she lied and B the truth is pretty epic. So, um, I feel like she just told the story to get it out there and then maybe people forget about it over the next few days and then she brings it back if she needs to. Mm -hmm. Um, But I definitely think like having a resume is something, yeah, well, we even see Sophie be like, okay, so someone out here has uh, a resume. I think she says resume. Yeah. um, Because having a resume does put a target on your back. For sure. However, you need a resume to win. Yeah. Yeah. Like watching this episode... Denise still is not apparently considered a big target because you have people like Tony and Ben walking around complaining about the big target they have, like their self-appointed big target that they have on their back. So I don't know. I think that it might just be like something that people keep in the back of their minds and Mm -hmm. Denise uses it later on and it was just like a fun story to tell. And she didn't want to be caught in a lie. Um, But I think maybe it's less that people are jealous, but more that they're like, okay, we need to start doing things. You know? It might just be like a kick in the butt for people who maybe don't feel like they've made a move yet. Okay. Yeah. Do you agree? Like, do you think, Denise, that do you think she meant to tell and use it? to her advantage or she kind of just panicked i don't know like i think what you're saying like it's a good idea to like not get caught in a lie just like tell the story yeah but like she did kind of seem to play it up like like an old man telling a fishing story it seemed like it and maybe that's just kind of like how it was like portrayed with like yeah. the editors there was no like right or wrong answer i was just curious to hear your thoughts on it well it was definitely like a turning point because it does make people aware that she has that big move. Uh, but one move is one move. Like you can do something once and then mm. that's it. But if now you keep with doing those things, that move and a challenge win. Well, I wrote this down actually. I was like, Denise needed to win mm-hmm. because of that move. So now I think she's got her story out. People know what she's done. She's won. The attention was taken away from her, and it might not get back on for right. a while. Because so, she was very quiet, and she's like willing to roll with the punches. Well, yeah, she even was like willing to betray Adam, mm-hmm. who was her day one uh, in alliance. So right. she, I don't think she's afraid to like lay back and let things happen. Um, I don't think she'll get jealous of any big moves or like any 
anyone trying to betray her alliance. But then I also uh, we saw that she she has it in her to do big things as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she's also like, well, she had some practice with Kim last episode doing that same challenge. What? At the end of the challenge, oh, they yeah. win. <laughs> if you guys go back and did not catch this, Denise hanging on to that pole, she does that exact same move hanging on to Kim after they win the challenge and they walk away and she's still wrapped around Kim just like that. Well, she's just so little. And and that's the point I was getting to. She's like so little and she had like the perfect strategy of like, I think that's what I would have done too is just wrap everything and hold on instead of trying to wedge my Ugh, those nasty toes. toes. So many close-ups of those I hate toes. it. Oh, I hate seeing all their nasty dried up, not dried up. They were like soaking wet toes. Yeah, they're pretty. Soggy. Yeah, and soggy toes. That's what we should have called the episode. <laughs> Kim was the second uh, second place mm-hmm. woman. So like... She's not big, getting a lot of airtime though. Big and small. Tallest yeah. and shortest. And I stood corrected because I, before this challenge, was like, this is going to be a girl mm-hmm. winner. I, st- I, I stand corrected because it was like Ben... Jeremy and Nick, who were the Nick last actually three. surprised me. I didn't think he Nick would have lasted that long. Like he doesn't look, you know, he has like a an office job and, and a lawyer. He wears a blazer with no shirt underneath. Exactly. <laughs> and he just kind of saunters into conversations. He's like he doesn't seem like a guy that could just like hold on to a pole for I don't know how long that was. Yeah. So. And then Jeremy went on to win. So Mm -hmm. good job for Jeremy. And it was interesting that it was those two because they were kind of... I don't know if Nick knew that Jeremy wanted him out, but... I don't think because Nick smiled and Jeremy looked like he was going to murder him. Jeremy looked very serious, which like maybe you were and maybe Nick wasn't smiling and just like adjusting his face against the pole. I don't know. It was hard to tell. I also think Jeremy... I think Jeremy in the back of his mind, or like not even the back of his mind, in his whole mind was like, I'm be like, this is alpha male time. I have to become Firefighter the alpha. Yeah. Jeremy. He's like, I have to become the alpha male right now. Yeah. Jeremy wants Nick out because he's jealous that he's not Wendell's number one right hand so man. But I say, why not make Wendell your right-hand man? You know, why did he have to be Wendell's? Why couldn't he be like, hey, man, join me? Because. I got Kim. Jeremy, and Denise. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It seems very, it seems kind of dumb. I don't know. It was just very strange to me that, it, like, I, I get it, but at the same time, like, after thinking about it, and after getting deeper into the episode, mm. when he says, I want to drive this thing, but I don't want everybody to know I'm yeah. driving this thing. And that is the key to Survivor, I think. Okay. Laying low. Laying low. Knowing but then he to- walks around with these people who think they are the biggest targets 
Ben, I'm talking to you. I don't know why I don't you think, think you're ben, a big target. No, Ben is just along for the ride. Ben is, you gave me the term last night after my reenactment of Ben, um, which I'll do for you right now. I'm Ben and anyone else in this conversation. So here I am not being Ben. I think I want to uh, go get water from the well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go get water from the well. Actually, I think I'm going to wash my hair in the ocean. You know what? I was thinking the same thing. Let's go wash our hair in the ocean. Actually, I feel like I should maybe tend the fire. You're so right. We should go tend the fire. Ben just agrees and then is trying to like be all inclusive with himself and whoever it is and you gave me the term and it was a yes man and i don't think that's how you can play survivor i don't or know. he's not doing it right i don't know it's don't rubbing know me ben the wrong is way playing survivor i think i think ben's just along for the ride he's I, played he's won i think he's just riding the waves i don't think so i think that he thinks he is up there with the big targets i'm doing air quotes air quotes right now and the way he treats adam just proves that no No, no. it does he has been nothing but like mean and condescending and a bully i no i i disagree i think this is the first time we've i've said that on the episode on like our show but i do I think Adam is a crybaby, and I think Adam's taking it too far. Like, we saw the clip of Ben, and then we saw Adam's reenactment of him blowing it way out of proportion. I get it, your name's on the line, but Adam from minute one has been a huge crybaby. I don't know. There's something about Ben this season that is not, not genuine or like, I don't know. The only thing that is making me like him is his obsession with Rob. And we saw it again this week, this episode. He's great at everything. Is he good at that? He's great at everything. Come on, Ben. Ugh. No. Ugh. Big disagreement. Okay, anyway. Um, me and Melissa do disagree on things. Agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. But I really like Ben and and Melissa really likes Adam. So I think that also does play into how we see things and how we perceive. I don't know. I think she's just jealous. Of what? I don't know. Show show name. We we gotta we gotta bring it back. I personally am jealous of Sophie because she's just so smart. I was very not jealous of Sophie seeing her tremble. Yes. Not jealous of the cold. Rain. Pruny toes. Or jealous of Michelle's fall. Because that looked like it seriously hurt. And if anybody has ever been really cold and like you are just chill to the bone and you take like, you can take like a step, like step down, like maybe a foot. And you're like Achilles, just like, oh, you just feel it. Yeah. And like your ankle and like your Achilles and your 
oh, it hurts so bad because you're so cold. And that's what I, I felt it. Yeah. Like you could just see how beat up they were and like yeah. drained and unenthusiastic and like, yeah, that would, that sucks. Also, can I ask something to you and our viewers? Okay. How did they get up that pole? How mm. did they get all the way up there? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they get boosted. They must. Because it would take so much energy to climb up. Unless each pole has a ladder that they climb up. And then well, someone maybe. takes it away. Like, the crew for Survivor is huge. There's going to be people right. who, like, are just... In- in charge of getting them up there so there has to be a way i thought about like a like a scissor lift and i was like that's a that's a a lot of equipment and maybe like kind of difficult i don't know i don't know but that's a scary challenge to do in the rain and like it well in the rain because it's wet so i feel like you would just slide down of that challenge i would be so scared too because you also like, do you move down to, I don't know, I feel like you're fighting with your own brain because you're like, I need to be close to the ground in case I fall. But then you also are saying, I don't want to be close to the ground because then I have nowhere to go but the ground. I think I, and like, I I felt this for Denise. I was like, okay, she's one. She's all the way at the top. Yeah, like, how you are just you... want to let go. Yeah, but you can't. No, you'll l- land on your back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that challenge. It, I think Scary. I would try... Well, obviously, I would try to stay at the top. But I think I would try to stay at the top because then, like, in your head, you're like, okay, I can't fall. So I should really hold on right now. Whereas, like, if you're where Tony was, like, Tony, <laughs> yeah. Tony was so low that he stepped off and got taller. Anyway... That was very funny. Um, they made him look like he was so high up. And like his face zoomed in and then it was zoomed out and he was on the ground. I know. He. I think he actually did like move, like his head moved up when he stepped down. And do you think it's wood? Like if you slide down, do you get yeah. splinters? Oh, no. It's like painted on. Like they're, I don't think so. It's definitely wood. I think the water definitely, like the wetness would have helped this, this episode. Like, yes, you're colder, but also, like, your wet shirt is going to stick to that wet wood a lot better. Yeah, and Nick, like, showed up in less clothes than what he did the challenge in. He, like, put his long sleeve shirt and his pants Mm -hmm. on. So did Wendell. Wendell ended up getting jeans. Sophie, who was shivering to the bone, ended up getting a cardigan for the challenge. I know, but you also have to think, like, your clothes are going to be soaking wet as well. It's not like you have anything dry to put right. on, so you don't really know. Like, Nick put on a, cl- a soaking wet outfit. Um, just on the topic of Nick, let's talk about the montage. <laughs> Which I think is, like, obviously this whole... Like, how else do you approach a conversation but to walk up to it? Like that's just real life. Yeah. It's just this survivor editors making us happy again. They just play like dopey music. But there was even one where I feel like they like zoomed in on the shot specifically. 
so that Nick wasn't in it, and then like just his head shows up. And I was like, oh my god, it was it's so good. It's such a serious show. You're so well. Like, they're having such serious conversations, mm-hmm. right? Like, and who's you're so like move on? tuned in. And you're like, oh man, who's going home? Who's going home? Who's going home? And then like in the middle of it, there's just a funny little montage. Yeah. Uh, so Jeremy wants Nick out, but not everyone wants Nick out. They'd prefer Wendell out. Sophie figures out it's actually Jeremy and all the big targets orchestrating this. Mm-hmm. So let's get out the next best thing because Jeremy has an idol. Let's get out Wendell. Uh, and then that is eventually what happens. But there was like Michelle was buying some- Wendell's whole alliance was blindsided by that because because it was never even like it wasn't really supposed well like kind of towards the end but like you know Ben told Jeremy's like you know that's what it is but then you see Jeremy go talk to everyone but it also looked like it could have been Adam Mm -hmm. so like that was kind of hard to follow where where everything went but it ended up being three votes for Adam from Nick Wendell and Michelle Mm-hmm. And the rest were for Wendell, and Wendell got blindsided, and then he gave his coins to Nick and Michelle. So maybe those two will stay strong. Probably. It looks like Nick has. I hope Michelle and Jeremy get back together, because they. Like... Oh yeah, that was a nice like yeah. one second alliance. Yeah, but they were so good for that one episode, two episodes. I don't know. You guys know. You know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, all right. I think like the biggest jealousy was when obviously Tyson got back in the game. Mm-hmm. But then we didn't really see or hear from him again. So I don't know. Probably because he's like just getting back. Yeah. You kind of want to stay quiet because you don't want to like get a pity party. No. Or anything like you've had this, you now have two chances. Like the, you've oh, had yeah. another chance. If I were him, if I were in that situation, I would try to stay under the radar. I'd try to stay under the radar the whole time. Yeah, that's like your so- play. Yeah, like Sophie said, like you have to be okay not being in every conversation because if yeah. you if you do try to do too much, then you know that I thought about something. And, um, it, like, during the episode when I was watching it, when Tyson is doing the snake puzzle, he gets up and, like, jumps almost, like, a foot further. Yeah. Even though he almost messed up and he almost lost the ball, which means that Rob would have won. Yeah. But I thought that moment was actually a really good metaphor for just how Survivor works. You kind of got to take your time and you can't move too fast and take opportunities, but not too big of opportunities. Yeah. Like when Adam was trying to go too fast, he almost got voted out because he was trying to take out Rob right away. Mm-hmm. And now he, you know, he did kind of recover from it. Um, But, you know, you kind of, you, you got to wait your time, wait for your time. Yeah. And you never know what can mess up and what can't. I like it. Good job. Sir Foth. 
serves. What? Falaw survivor. Falaw survivor. That's the word I was trying to do. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Okay. So once again, it looks like uh, the tribe is practicing social distancing, as we all should be doing. Uh, but we don't have any questions or comments this week. Uh, but if you do have any for next week's episode or another one after that, please feel free to email us uh, this week on Survivor at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram at this week on Survivor. And we would appreciate that because we love hearing feedback and uh, other little things to talk about because we can only think of so many things. Mm-hmm. I think this episode we did cover pretty much everything. Though, yeah, we talked. I think we went off a a little off theme, but that's fine. Our theme throughout everything has been going a little off theme. Yeah. That's okay. It's our theme. Okay. So now on to a fun part of the episode. Uh, The Outwit Outplay Outlast. And you did the recap, so that means I... You go first. I go first. Um, So Outwit... I'm going with my girl, Sophie, because Good one. she's just so smart. She figured the whole thing out, and she's done it before, and I just love seeing it. And she is a huge target, and you know what? She's not walking around calling herself a huge target. So No one is, which is amazing. No one is going, oh, uh, Wendell said she's playing. Yeah. That's it. Nobody's even suspecting her. And guess what? She took out Wendell. So I appreciate that so much more than friggin' Ben walking around thinking he's a big target and not doing anything except saying, yeah, okay, let's go do that. So thank you, Sophie, for being a strong female presence on this season. I think you're going to win. I hope so. I finally get points for her because she's my uh, sub. Oh, yeah. Everyone in our pool, your subs are in. So, um, yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Even when the when the whole Wendell thing was brought up with Sophie, she was like, oh, oh, you know, like like if it was off the top of her head, she's like, oh, you know, like I think I, think I don't trust Wendell. Like she didn't, not what? just like that, but she's like, you Where know. Where is I, she from? Oh, you know, she's, you know, she's, she's from Canada. <laughs> if she would have just been like, Wendell, I, like, I've been thinking about it and I want to get Wendell out. Then people are going to be like, oh, Wendell, Sophie's really gunning for you. But the fact that she just kind of nonchalant brings it up like it just came up. Under the radar. Great play. And the way that she even got to Wendell was in her talking head when she was like, Jeremy's calling the shots. We can't let him get any stronger. We need to take out his number one. And they have been buddy-buddy. Speaking of bros, you want to hear my outwit? Okay. Tony. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. Tony was very uh, well-spoken this episode. He was. And also, I picked Tony for a very crazy reason. So... I picked Tony because he keeps calling himself a huge threat. I think he keeps calling himself a huge threat and people are going to be like, Tony, you're not. And people, the more he calls himself a threat, I think the more people are going to realize he's not a threat, which will actually benefit him. 
because he thinks he's like the biggest threat, even though he's we've talked about this last episode. He's done nothing except hide for one episode. That's it. He he hasn't done much. He has, he's not winning challenges. He's not you know. Mm-hmm. But he keeps calling this himself season, this huge yeah. threat. No, the I like see you him... can only win this season. You can't win four no, seasons. I ago, know, right? but we already talked about your reputation coming into it. I know. But, and that's where this whole big threat thing is coming from. Exactly. He is one of those people whose threats I actually acknowledge because if you look at his other season he, or seasons, he was pretty intense and like kooky, um, I have not which seen does them. put I know, but I'm telling you that like mm. they are, they are there. Uh, but I I think maybe you might be onto something. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see know. if these big targets that everyone keeps talking about actually play out other than like the actual big targets who are on the edge of extinction or one is already home. Mm, <laughs> one was your outwit. A real big target this season. Yeah, Sophie. but a non-identifying big target. I know. But, uh, yeah, you know. I, I Like I said, it was just a crazy reasoning. I just noticed it, and I was like, you know what? That might actually be a smart play. I know that's not his, like, that's not the method to his madness. He genuinely does think he's the biggest threat, and he needs other bigger threats around him, which is also good. But uh, that was my crazy Tony choice. Okay, I like it. My outplay, I'm going strictly outplay physical challenge wise and i'm applauding tyson because well also he he made a good play in buying peanut butter because peanut butter obviously gives you strength and it gives you the right amount of strength so like we obviously don't know if the peanut butter contributed but i'd have to say it did but it obviously uh, didn't slow him down no and he he performed very well at the challenge he made that big move um like he he took advantage of i actually don't think he did it purposefully i think his ball just went and he went fast and it happened to not fall off Mm -hmm. anyway you have to be confident and you have to do it and you have to believe in yourself and i think he did and i am awarding him the outplay award this time Way to go. I Yeah, Tyson really did play well. I think he's also a lot, like, especially during that challenge, I think he's a lot more clear-minded than Rob. Rob's got a lot of stuff going on, which I think also helped Tyson, but not, not taking away from his win, but Tyson, Tyson's a great choice for outplay. That was a Thank great you. challenge. Who's your outplay? Tyson? Sophie. Oh, okay. I, I love Sophie's play. I love how she's playing the game. She's she's doing really great. That's not who I thought Sophie was going to be, but very impressed. Seven episodes later, eight episodes later. Uh, yeah, very, okay. very impressed with Sophie. I don't I have to go it through because, it. Because, yeah, she's my outlet. Because you went through it. Um, okay, and now for Outlast. Are you ready? Mm, did we pick the same people? No, I don't think. Yep. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Uh-oh. Adam. Okay. I think just based on his story and like, I don't know. 
there's something about Adam that people are getting like emotionally invested in his game. And he, I think he did it last time too. And like you just root for him. And also that could be the setup of the editing. I don't know. Something is telling me he's going to win. And he's been like the topic every he's talked about at least once in every episode and i can't you can't say that for anyone else except maybe rob yeah you know and he like the the merge vote is a defining vote because it kind of lays out where everyone stands and he ended up on the right side of it yeah i don't know so maybe that's just like that's my feeling today. Obviously, it was different last week and it was different the week before and it changes all the time, but after this week's episode, I'm like I will be surprised if Adam is not in the final at the final vote. Mhm. He will be at the final vote, but he'll be a part of the jury. <laughs> so your at last is not Adam, obviously. It is not. Who is it? Now I Earlier, like before, in another episode, I did pick Adam. Yeah. So you know, because like I said, he has like, a great I, play. It, I, I agree. It's just not for me. Okay. It's not my flavor. So for my outlast, I went with Jeremy. Jeremy, nice. Jeremy, I thought Jeremy, uh, you know that that line of he wants to drive it but doesn't want people to know. I think that's a great play. Especially because we're still, like, we're only halfway, so not even. There's 20 players, we're at 12, so we're less than halfway. Um, there's, still a lot of, there's still a lot of game left. He won the challenge, so he's proving to be strong. And at this point in the game, if you win every challenge, you pretty much win the game. You can't get voted out, so put him as my outlast. Nice. I respect it. I'd like to see Jeremy win. Um, I'd like to see more of him just on the show because I feel mm. like I haven't really gotten to hang out with him and he seems like a cool guy. So thanks nope. for tuning in. Please, if you don't mind, give us a, a, a subscribe, a download, a five-star review that helps us get noticed by more people and... Uh, yeah. Also, just tell your friends yeah. when you talk to them over FaceTime or whatever you're doing right now. Stay safe, everyone. I don't yeah. know what else tell, to say. Tell your survivor friends. Let people yeah. know. We're finding out people like people have been following us, and then we find out that people that even we've known didn't like our survivor fans. We didn't, had no idea. Yeah, it's great. It's a really cool thing to to bro out about survivor. for sure um and if anyone who has buffs is listening to this we want buffs so please send them to us i have one g has one he's wearing it i'm jealous i have nothing on my head except hair and i want a buff jeff if you're listening to this we, yeah. we we don't ask much. Sponsor, Sponsor us. us. <laughs> All, All right. right. Whoa. Whoa. Thanks, Thanks for, for tuning, tuning in. in. We'll see you next week on Survivor. <laughs> <laughs>